Welcome to the Global Wellness HQ family of podcasts. We are your international headquarters for resources and ideas and insight in relation to the nine elements of holistic wellness. Join us as we interview local and international wellness experts and learn how you can implement and improve one element or dimension of wellness at a time. Our experts will share their practical tips on wellness in one of these core areas. Emotional, intellectual, occupational, physical, environmental, financial, spiritual, social, or habitual. We created our family of podcasts as a resource for anyone who is looking to integrate the nine elements of holistic wellness into their daily lives. Welcome to the show. The Global Wellness HQ family of podcasts is proudly sponsored by the Global Wellness HQ community. It's an online membership group where we meet, we share ideas, we share insights, and we all work together and help one another discover our own personal wellness journeys. If you'd like to join us, you can easily click the link below or scan the QR code, and we love hearing your stories, so we hope to see you in the community. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the California Holistic Wellness Network. I'm really excited. Today, we have Allison McLean from Encinitas on the show with us. Allison, why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do? Hi there. Yes, I'm Allison McLean. I'm a physical therapist, yoga teacher, massage therapist, and coach um, right here in Encinitas. Excellent. So what kind of people, what's your audience? Who do you typically work with? I work with a lot of entrepreneurs in two facets. One for their own health and wellness. Maybe they want to prevent injury or heal from injury. So I use a combination of physical therapy, yoga therapy, massage tactics. Um, I also utilize the yoga wall for a lot of work with the spine. But then I also help the wellness entrepreneur themselves grow a profitable business while embodying their own wellness practices, because I've personally been in the place where I've personally been in the place where I had a successful business on paper, uh, a brick and mortar physical therapy yoga clinic. However, I was working around the clock and my health wasn't in the best place. So now I've learned a lot from that. So my passion is also to help the wellness entrepreneur grow a profitable business in a sustainable way. So I work with those two groups of people specifically. I, I love that. And I think one of the things um, in your specific industry, I see a lot of people, massage therapists, physical therapists, um, even yoga instructors, where they, they end up either burning out or or worse, they they injury out. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of massage therapists trying to treat my carpal tunnel while they're <laughs> wincing in pain yes. because they've ignored theirs. So 100% or the yoga teacher that they lose their own yoga practice and you you've I'm sure we've all seen it and as a practitioner we've all been there myself included so no judgment no shame here but who if you're going to seek out health a health care or a health type treatment a provider of some sort yourself who do you want to be on the other end of the table or the screen? Someone that is feeling well and energetic themselves or someone who's 
dragging themselves to teach your, your the yoga class that you signed on for or that massage session like who's the practitioner that you want to see and then it's learning how to be that energetic fulfilled practitioner yourself I love that. And I think that's a, a space people need to recognize. It's, you know, especially in the wellness, you know, you need to walk the talk, you know, you need to be doing it. Otherwise, how can you tell your your patients, your clients, you know, this is what you should do. And, you know, by the way, do as I say, not as I do. Um, <laughs> now, exactly. let, let's step back a second, because you've got a, a very interesting path. Mm-hmm. Um, let's start with what are you most passionate about in life? What gets you out of bed in the morning, excited and ready to take on the day? Yeah, just helping people. Uh, once I had a patient tell me, Allison, your, your business is a brand of hope. And, and that's the whole thing, whether I'm helping the adult heal from an injury like sciatica or something like that, or I'm helping the wellness entrepreneur realize their own passion and purpose in a sustainable way. Uh, Regardless of that, that's what gets me up in the morning, helping that person reduce their own suffering day to day and get through life with a little bit more ease and grace. (laughs) <laughs> ease and grace. Those sound like good things. That's exciting. Um, now, this is a bit of a tangent, but we do mm-hmm. talk about wellness and we talk about business. And and given mm-hmm. that you, you are on both sides, mm-hmm. um, what would you say is the best business advice you have ever personally received? And how did it impact you? Yeah, one of the best business advice was I'm, I'm trying to think about how to frame this. It's, it's, it's essentially to just keep going failure. It, it's learning to understand what you make failure mean. So sometimes we set business goals and we consider the success or we consider success to mean that we've hit those goals. But on the way to hitting those goals, most of the time, there's certain failures that are required, moving through growth edges. And to obtain that ultimate grow of a uh, goal of success, it means working through the growth edges and the failures and understanding that when we do hit failure, nothing's gone wrong. So strategically, it means, all right, let's say you had a goal of signing a certain number of clients in a month or uh, having a certain number of private sessions in a week. And if you don't hit that goal, it's taking a step back and realize that you're still, it's still possible to be a successful entrepreneur. You still have the skills required to be a successful wellness entrepreneur and have a business. It does not mean that you're not capable or cut out to make it in the business world. You just need to continue to grow and possibly learn more skills or take more action to get there. And taking more action doesn't necessarily mean hustling and overworking. It's being strategic in what you're doing. So for me, it's understanding like, okay, if I fail, 
it doesn't mean anything necessarily. It just means I need to learn a bit more. Whereas in the past, I used to shame myself. I, I used to, it used to cause me to, to freeze or consider giving up or thinking that I'm not cut out for it when it, in reality, it doesn't mean any, or I'm a bad practitioner. And in reality, it doesn't mean any of those things. It just means that there's more room to grow. Excellent. Now I'm going to go on a couple of tangents. Just, I want to unpack a couple of things you said, because there's a lot in there. Um, one of the things I tell my clients is that the, the harshest opponent we'll ever face is that person looking us in the mirror every morning. Um, now you talk about success versus failure. How do you personally define success? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's two ways, as I was describing a little bit before, there can be number goals. And so success can mean hitting those number goals. But what's more important to me is who I'm becoming along the way. So to achieve a certain number goal, whether it's number of clients signed or certain profit made, it's who I had to become to hit that goal. So maybe it's becoming that person that doesn't beat myself up when I look in the mirror or doesn't guilt myself if I'm trying to spend time with my daughter. Uh, that was a huge growth edge for me a few years ago was learning how to be productive at work and not feeling guilty as a mom when I was productive at work. And then when I was present at home as a mom, wasn't feeling guilty about not working. <laughs> it was really learning how to separate the two uh, and say, okay, at, at four o'clock PM, I turn off my entrepreneurial brain and I, and I go up and I, I be the mom and I'm present in that moment. That was a big growth edge for me, but in a way it's, quote unquote, priceless, because now I have all these memories that I've created with my family that I can look back upon and feel fulfilled about. So um, for me, success can be measured in numbers, but it can also be measured in um, that person that you really envisioned yourself to be. I love that. And I think there's a lot of mindset in there, you know, being clear what your goals are, being clear what's important to you. And and I think that's probably the biggest hurdle a lot of, you know, and again, whether they're actual healthcare professionals, the people listening to this are predominantly entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. I think we all seem to have that struggle of, you know, am I on or off? You know, mm -hmm. am I at work or am I at family? And I think sometimes you just can't draw a nice line and say we are one or the other, mm -hmm. but it's being okay that, you know, you can be one or the other, you know, and, and sometimes you have to be, um, but you can also forgive yourself when you're not quite reaching that. Um, and I, and mm -hmm. I love that growth edge concept. Now, applying this, whether it's to somebody you're seeing, you know, and let's, let's talk more generally about the, um, you know, the, the entrepreneur who's coming to you, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see them making in their personal wellness journeys that you wish, you know, you could wave a magic wand and say, you know, stop doing that. Mm -hmm. Life's better. Trust me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's the overdoing. 
right? Typically how we live our life one way, we live our life many ways. So for example, if you're overworking and hustling in, in your entrepreneurship, then often I'll see a wellness entrepreneur when they finally do carve out time to go to their favorite yoga class or whatnot, they're overworking on the mat. So for example, when what might've been in their best interest in terms of healing and wellness is caring for themselves in a slower class, like a slow moving Hatha style or a slow flow or even a yin or restorative class. But then what I, the class I see them in is like a power flow or like an Ashtanga or a fast paced vinyasa class, which already tax it or it taxes um, an already kind of burn out adrenal system when they really need more replenishment, but their brain is in that philosophy or mindset of more is better. So if I do more chaturangas, if I do, if I sweat more, if I move more, then, then, you know, I'll be reaching success faster, but it's this misconception that slowing down actually slows you down <laughs> slowing down can actually speed you up and, and i think that's one of those myths about entrepreneurs you know i can work 14 hours a day i'm superhuman i don't need to recharge um, what are some of the symptoms you're seeing when people have clearly crossed that line and and should have recharged yeah so constant worry constant anxiety, uh, having trouble either falling asleep or they're so exhausted, they fall asleep like the second their head hits the pillow, but then they're up at two or 3 a.m. and they can't fall back to sleep because their mind's just worrying about all the things, their to-do list, their business, their kids. Like they just have a hard time turning off that kind of anxiety cycle or all the thoughts or all the mind chatter, um, exhaustion that they can never seem to catch, get enough sleep to catch up on, uh, filling the schedule. Every, every spare moment is filled, whether it's things to do for their business, things to do for their kids. They're always busy. Um, and it might not always be productive busyness. They're just always busy racing around from one thing to the next uh, can feel, uh, and have the sense that they can never catch their breath, never catch up. Excellent. And I think that's, you know, people just assume, you know, that's the price we pay to live in this modern society. Um, mm -hmm. So I, I think it's important that they know that there is an alternative and, um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about some of your best tips. Mm -hmm. uh, what are some simple things? And I know there is no such thing as, as the silver bullet in health, but mm -hmm. what are some quick wins, easy things people can do today to get them moving on their own personal wellness journey and, and maybe to get some of that energy back? Yeah, I, I think the hardest thing is to learn how to schedule in a way where you're not shaming yourself or beating yourself up or having these lists that are always ongoing in a way that it's hovering over hovering over you and adding to pressure 
Uh, it's learning how to schedule in a way where you do prior prioritize yourself first. So the simple thing is put that run or that yoga class in the schedule and make it a priority, just like you would show up to a private session or a call or anything else, schedule it. And it's non-negotiable for yourself. Um, and that that's number one, and then adding everything else to the calendar. And when you're adding everything else to the calendar, it's planning from I like to sometimes set a year goal or a three-year goal and then work backwards so each quarter or each month I kind of know the the priority and so when I am scheduling it's always based upon that priority so if a shiny object for example if if I see someone a competitor I that's in quotes because there's way to ways to differentiate yourself. So like your competitors aren't truly your competitors, but you see someone in the field doing something similar to what you do, what you're doing and offering, and, and they're offering this brand new program in this certain way. And you're like, Oh, that looks nice. Maybe I want that for my business. It's realizing, okay, Maybe that's an idea for the future, but for this month, for this quarter, this is the focus. And so that way you're taking 10 steps down one single trail instead of 10 steps down 10 different trails and you feel like you've gotten nowhere. That, that contributes to burnout and exhaustion a lot as well. So it's really learning how to schedule in this manner for yourself and being focused, but with a little room uh, for flexibility. So it's not so rigid where if life does throw you a curveball of your kid staying home from school for a week because they're sick or you yourself having a surprise health diagnosis, you do have space to pivot and shift as needed. I love that. And I think that's the thing people don't recognize is when you're scheduled flat out and then life throws your curveball and and you're surprised by it i mean you know i am genuinely surprised when i don't get curveballs you know it's <laughs> so when you're scheduled to flat out you know you don't have room and and you know for the record curveballs can be negative like somebody near you is sick but it mm -hmm. can also be positive um you know i i for example just found out that my oldest son has an unexpected day off from school next week and you know there's an opportunity there we could either you know sit here and ignore each other and he could play video games or we could go do something you know just the two of us and uh, personally I'd rather plan for that and, and have some fun yeah, with it so exactly 100 I've learned in my schedule and I've learned this from some of my own coaches uh the, there's a term uh it's called buffer space so I literally schedule blocks of time and they're more towards the end of the week because again stuff happened like the beginning of this week uh my, my daughter's home from school six so yeah it's the same thing like I don't want her to be on the iPad all day but there's still stuff I need to get done in my business so I schedule buffer space uh, on Thursdays and Fridays and they're literally blocks of time whether it be an hour or two where I don't have anything planned so my daughter, for example, my daughter was home from school on Monday. And so what I had planned to get done Monday, now I just shift to Thursday. 
Um, and, and it gives me that flexibility. And it, it took a little bit of time, meaning weeks of failure of putting in the buffer space and then not having the space. But now um, it's, it's a little bit more seamless. And I really like the fact that you and I, you know, yes, you, you do yoga, you do physiotherapy, but mm -hmm. you know, the, the reality is time is the one struggle that almost every entrepreneur runs up against. And, you know, sometimes we don't have the, we don't give ourselves permission. You know, you're the little hamster on the wheel. Sometimes you mm -hmm. just got to say, you know what, I'm going to get off the wheel. I'm going to come sit down for a bit and you know, mm -hmm. just be so a hundred percent. Yeah. And I find just being, then you're really embodying the principles that you teach. So you're more in alignment and uh, often, even if I just take 20 minutes, sometimes if I find my brain, like going like a million miles a second in the background, or I'm showing up to work on something and I'm really dragging and I don't have a client call, then I can take that mind to let that hour, for example, to force and push myself through just to like show up and try to get the work done. Or I can honor how my body's feeling and take 10 or 20 minutes to just, just be. And I have yoga mats and bolsters here in my cedar wood she shed where I can literally just lie on the ground on the bolsters set a timer and just be and always after I do that, even if it is 10 minutes, I feel so much more replenished and creative. So then I think of more authentic ideas that resonate and reflect the true nature of, of my business and my creativity. Uh, so then it makes that hour so much more protective, but it really is catching yourself in the moment, which I think, and, and then making that decision. And I think sometimes that's the hardest part. I love that. And I think it's just, yeah, you know, having that, the buffer, but also knowing when to push through, I think those, those are very mm -hmm. important um, concepts. So let's talk about both sides of your business. So mm -hmm. first we'll talk about entrepreneurs in general. Second, we'll talk about wellness people, but would you share a, a story or an example of what a great client outcomes looks like for you and for your clients? So somebody comes to you, um, you know, they're having trouble sleeping or they're sleeping too much or they're always exhausted. Mm -hmm. Share an example. And, and obviously you don't have to share names, but just tell us a little bit about how somebody's gone on that journey with you, because I think, a lot of people don't know where to start. So I'd like to share examples if we could. Oh, yeah. So um, I've worked with an entrepreneur and she came to me with a team and looking to hire more. And she wasn't sleeping through the night. And she was also going through um, hormonal shifts as well, um, being a certain age as a female, which can trigger difficulty sleeping in the middle of the night. So there was a few factors that she came to me with, um, but mainly wanted more energy throughout the day, wanted more time to spend with her daughters as mom and uh, feel more restful and replenished so she could trust herself and the decisions that she was making in the business. Because she found a lot of the times like she didn't trust the decisions or she would, would not make decisions. So she would spin in indecisiveness 
because she knew she was so tired, she didn't really quite think that like the decision that she would make would be quote unquote right because she knew it was coming from a place of not having a clear head. Right. So uh, we really worked on her schedule first, uh, implementing a lot of the tactics that we just talked about. Buffer time, we had to look at her, um, the efficiency of her team, the efficiency of her own schedule, where were their time and energy leaks, tightening up on those sort of things. Uh, looking at, did she have a bed, something simple as a bedtime routine, which as a wellness practitioner, she knows about, she teaches about, but realized she didn't quite implement herself. So we added in a, a bedtime routine to start to uh, shut off her brain a good hour before going to sleep and calm and downregulate the nervous system, move to more of that parasympathetic response. Um, so then, and also a plan if she did wake up in the middle of the night, okay, like what are some go-tos that she can do such as deep breathing? Maybe it is just writing down whatever is in her head so she knows it's there, she can look at tomorrow. And the other thing she ended up doing as well was hiring a naturopath to help on uh, the hormonal side of things um, so she could sleep better. And that combination really worked for her. So she was getting home from her business more at five o'clock PM. So she would have more time to spend with her daughters and wind down instead of 8 PM where she didn't have as much, she didn't barely saw her daughters and didn't have time to wind down herself. So that was a huge shift. The naturopath working, finding time and working with the naturopath really helped. Um, she got some uh, natural supplements to help with sleep, which did help and shift her uh, melatonin cortisol levels. So they were functioning at the, the more appropriate times. And, um, and then also uh, hiring and working on her profitability, which was uh, leaking into stressors, you know, because there's times in your business you want to plan for growth and meaning you're bringing in more revenue and, and more profit. But when you hire on staff, the growth is the staff and not as much profitability. So then it's, it's scaling in a different way, but also planning to become profitable again. It's more of a big picture plan. So we did that with her, that type of strategic planning. And um, yeah, overall, she would say she felt much more rested. Uh, she woke up at 3 p.m. on occasion, but with less frequency. But when she did wake up, she had a plan to fall back to sleep. So then that fueled more clarity, more productivity throughout the day and more focus. I, I love that. And I ha have this conversation with my, my wife. One of the challenges with um, going through life and having insomnia is it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because you start to worry about it mm -hmm. and it becomes a stressor so i love mm -hmm. that you you create a plan with your your clients now what's the best way if people want to learn a little bit more about you get to know allison and and ignite your wellness a little better how what's the best way for people to either connect with you or follow you yeah, you just said it. It's at igniteyourwellness.com. 
And the yours with the UR. So it's igniteurwellness.com. And there's free resources there, the emails there if you want to reach out. Or if you're a social media junkie, you can follow me. You can get to my Facebook and Instagram from there as well. Awesome. Now, this is a conversation and I love meeting people such as yourself and introducing you to my audience. Um, I am obviously not an expert in what you do. So I always like to finish up with, is there any question I should have asked you that I didn't that you'd like to share with my audience? Yeah, I mean, it's it's understanding that that balance, learning how to be productive in your business, and then that person outside of your entrepreneurial role, whether that be a significant other, a spouse, a mom, or a dad, it's realizing there's no perfection. In my mind, wellness does not mean perfection. So the same is true as being the entrepreneur. I, I One of the biggest lessons I've learned is switching from you're either um, winning or you're losing or failing <laughs> to uh, I'm winning or I'm learning. So always, if, if I'm not that mom that I truly desire to be, meaning I'm tired and I'm quick to snap or yell at my child or entrepreneur, I hit, I set certain numbers and didn't hit them. It's looking back and being like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, things weren't perfect. They, they didn't go exactly as planned. And, you know, what were some wins from this? How did I show up? Okay. To go back to, I love that phrasing. Like it is okay. It's going to be okay. And what else can I learn from this? So I continue to grow um, myself in both me as an entity and also in that entrepreneurial role. And in with this, then it doesn't, become so much the balance of like, okay, I'm going to show up as an entrepreneur 50% of the time. And then as a mom, 50% of the time, I can find more flow and more flexibility. So I don't have to be so rigid because for me personally, when I'm rigid, then that contributes to stress and pressure. So it, it like you said, it does all cycle back around. Excellent. Well, Allison, I just want to thank you on behalf of my audience, my listeners. Uh, lots of amazing little insights and golden nuggets in there. Um, any parting thoughts before we wrap up and um, let you get back to your day? Yeah, just keep going. And if it's for your health, like even if you have a diagnosis that isn't quote unquote solvable or resolvable, uh, or a healthcare practitioner has told you, like, you just have to live with it. And, and you know, in your gut, like there can be something done for it. Most of the time there can be. So keep seeking out that practitioner. Um, because myself, I've gone through several health challenges and I've had practitioners told me that, oh, that's all we can do. But there typically is more. And I find truthfully the combination of Western modalities with alternative modalities is a wonderful and powerful combo. Well, I really, really appreciate your time today, Allison. Lots of wisdom. So thank you for being on the show. Yeah, thank you. 
Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and we invite you to either click the link below or scan the QR code to register and listen to other episodes of our podcast. Or if you think your business or you would be a great guest to be on our show, we're always looking for experts in one of the nine elements of holistic wellness. We'd love to have you. You can either click the link below or you can scan the QR code and complete our speaker intake form. Thank you and to your wellness.